This is Frontrunner, the weekly grain marketing update from Frontier Agriculture. Hello, you're listening to Frontrunner, and I'm Sophie Whiteman, a farm trader working with Frontier's Western Sales Team. As always, our market update has been written by experts across the business. Before we begin, a word on grain sampling during this harvest period. Self-sampling your grain is the best way to get a sound understanding of what is in your store and therefore how best to market it. Taking incremental samples from each load as it comes into your store or off the dryer is the safest, most efficient and accurate method. This helps to form representative samples, which our sampling teams can then collect and take for analysis. Once grain sample results become available, they can be accessed via our online platform, MyFarm, which is free to all Frontier customers. In it, users can also view live global prices, market reports, exchange rates and commodity pricing directly relevant to their farm, with options to set alerts and sell grain all in one place. More information and guidance on safe self-sampling can be found at www.frontierag.co.uk slash grain sampling, while links to more information about my farm are included in the description notes for this episode. Let's get started with this week's report. Wheat Markets Today's wheat update has been written by Head of Grain Pool Marketing, Simon Ingle. Simon notes that despite UK wheat futures prices falling back from their recent highs earlier this week, weaker sterling is now edging them upwards, although current values are only £10 per tonne over the futures contract lows. Consumer demand has helped maintain domestic values, but UK feed wheat export prices remain at least £10 per tonne above other origins, irrespective of sterling's fall. Therefore, feed wheat exports remain uncompetitive and aren't attracting any fresh business. To date, UK wheat shipments into the EU amount to little more than 90,000 tonnes and currently face stiff competition from Ukrainian wheat. Almost 1 million tonnes of Ukrainian wheat has made its way into the EU so far this season, despite the Russian withdrawal from the Black Sea Export Corridor deal in July. Poland enjoyed near-record yields, but the results highlighted diluted protein and a high proportion of feed quality. This provides additional competition for any UK feed wheat exports. The scale of the UK 2023 wheat output is less than anticipated. DEFRA's June survey of agriculture and horticulture put the England area 5% down on the year, and with variable yields, a UK crop below 40 million tonnes could be possible. This suggests a less heavy exportable surplus depending on domestic demand. The feed sector remains challenged by inflationary pressure and consumer buying power. However, the UK bioethanol sector remains robust so far. Nonetheless, it would seem likely that at some stage, UK feed wheat values will need to fall relative to other origins to generate export demand. The Bank of England elected to keep the UK base interest rate at 5.25% rather than raise it for what would have been the 15th consecutive time. The pause comes in response to inflation metrics falling more than the analysts expected, though it caused sterling to weaken further on Thursday. Notable export sales in recent days have supported EU wheat prices, despite Russia taking a large part of the business. 
Last week, it was reported that France sold between 5 to 10 wheat cargoes to China, but French wheat has proven uncompetitive in subsequent trade to North African countries. Russia is thought to be the likely origin to supply sales made to Algeria this week, at values in the region of $272 including freight. This implies FOB values for Russian wheat that are in the higher end of $230 and are significantly below the country's supposed wheat floor price of $270 FOB. Adding confusion to Russian export sales values, for this week's Egyptian General Authority for Supply Commodities Tender, all of the Russian offers maintain the $270 FOB floor price. This allowed Romania to capture the business, and it sold 120,000 tonnes at $272, including freight, the same price paid by Algeria. EU wheat shipments to the 17th of September reached 6.319 million tonnes, which compares to last year's figure of 8.699 million tonnes. US shipments at this point are 29.5% down on last year too. Black Sea origin wheat continues to dominate international trade, and the poor US export pace has encouraged the speculative funds to build a rarely seen short position on Chicago Board of Trade wheat futures, over 90,000 contracts. Fundamentally, the market does have supply issues building in the Southern Hemisphere. El Nino is strengthening and Australia is getting hotter. The latest wheat production estimates there are falling and are now as low as 24 million tonnes. Last season, Australia harvested its third consecutive record wheat crop just short of 40 million tonnes. Barley Markets Today's Barley Update has been written by trainee grain trader Alex Nachev, who works with the grain trading team in Lincolnshire. Alex highlights that this week, grain markets have given back most of the gains from last week's World Agricultural Supply and Demand Estimates report. Domestic feed barley values, which did not increase as much as the wider market last week, have followed the markets lower. With limited compounded demand forthcoming, and farmers still undersold relative to this time in the previous seasons, the bearish price direction looks set to continue for the time being. Spring barley premiums have come down very slightly from their peaks, but we continue to see variable sample results in some parts of the UK as new crop sampling continues. As previously mentioned in this report, sterling strength has started to ease relative to the euro following the Bank of England's decision to halt further rises to the UK base rate. This has allowed the UK to compete with other sources of barley from Europe. Most significantly, grain is still flowing into Europe through Romanian ports as well as by road and rail. This consistent supply of cheap grain is keeping export offers at levels materially below UK premiums. Oilseeds Markets Today's Oilseed Rape Update has been written by Oilseed Product Head James Needham, who works with the grain trading team in Lincolnshire. James says rapeseed prices have had an exceptionally volatile time during the last week, as conflicting factors create a push and pull effect on the market. The price of rapeseed relative to other oilseed sources, particularly Canadian canola, gave support to prices, but working against this is the high levels of European crush cover. This limited any potential gains. This is reflected in a historically large spread in the market between Matif futures from November to May. In the European market, Ukrainian seed is continually offered at a considerable discount to other origins. 
As a result, buyers are making the most of this where they can guarantee a logistical route out for the seed, which is dampening market prices further. In the US and Canada, soybean and canola harvests are starting to progress quickly at a slightly quicker pace than expected. Whilst this is putting some typical harvest pressure on markets, crops are a little disappointing, highlighted by the US soybean crop, which is only rated 52% good to excellent. Energy markets took a slight step back this week following a dramatic rise in oil prices after the Organisation of the Petroleum Exporting Countries members cut production levels several weeks ago. This is an important market to watch as it has been providing some much needed support for vegetable oil markets. Oil traders and hedge funds are watching with anticipation to see if oil hits $100 a barrel again. Pulses Markets Today's Pulses update has been written by trainee grain trader Harry Bulmer, who works with the grain trading team in Lincolnshire. Harry mentions this week bean values have stayed steady, with little changes in prices due to the market still following London wheat. Although values have remained unchanged, we are still seeing a consistent high volume of farm selling as growers are eager to take advantage of high premiums relative to wheat. We're seeing an increase in availability of feed beans as Baltic crops get downgraded to feed from human consumption. This source of beans remains competitive into the UK market, which ultimately will add further pressure to UK premiums. However, there remains an opportunity for the right quality of beans to be sold for human consumption, adding further to the premiums achievable overfeed. Fertiliser Markets Today's fertiliser update has been written by Finley Hawkins, who's a fertiliser business development manager in the South. Finley notes that UK ammonium nitrate producer CF Fertilisers has now re-entered the market following several weeks with no offers. Levels are up £15 per tonne on previous numbers. This UK offer is for early spring delivery and remains competitive in comparison to other AN options at earlier delivery timescales. The latest Indian urea tender has now been published at 3.6 million tonnes against its 1.2 to 1.5 million tonne requirement. Due to the bullish offers and traders' reluctance to discount counter-offers, only 525,000 tonnes has been awarded. Another tender is likely imminently. Physical availability will be a challenge for any global spot buyers, as shipments for early October are yet to be placed, and the uncertain Chinese volume availability is not likely until mid-November. There has been no change from other ammonium nitrate supplies in the UK following CF Fertilisers news and urea importers to the UK have made no changes following the recent Indian tender news. Another week of no changes to report at this stage from liquid suppliers. Although these suppliers may not react instantly to small incremental changes from the CF Nitram offer, they will most certainly know that their current spring liquid offer now looks very competitive in comparison. If you use liquid fertiliser, our advice is not to be too relaxed with buying as a result of there being no changes. You can stand yourself in good stead by ensuring that your requirements are booked for tank fill and or spring delivery. PK buying interest ramped up last week, perhaps as growers' confidence in their oilseed rape crops increases and winter cereal planting plans are finalised. This was Frontrunner for week ending Friday the 22nd of September 2023. Thank you to Simon, Alex, James, Harry and Finley for their insights. 
We hope you'll join us again next week for another grain market update. If you'd like help with any aspect of your grain marketing, please get in touch with us by visiting our website at www.frontierag.co.uk or if you're a customer, you can speak to your local Frontier contact. Don't forget, all Frontier customers have free access to online grain trading and live 24-hour market pricing through MyFarm. Links to more information as well as to our blog and socials can be found in the description notes for this episode. Thank you for listening.